Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And uh, on our most dangerous episode. Oh my gosh, most dangerous. <laughs> uh, today's subject is all about demons. Yep. And demonology. Demons. Um, by the time you're listening to this, you've already listened to our bonus episode, and we hope you guys like that because we really enjoyed putting that out there. Yeah, Carl and uh, and uh, James, James were uh, super cool dudes. Yeah, and yeah. they had a lot of information too. <laughs> and I think it's like I don't know. Maybe it's because I forgot how I recorded. Because I remember talking to him for a little bit longer. But if James is listening, I do apologize for not shouting out your name at the end. But I felt like I did, and I don't know. Why it ended the way it did. But yeah. Yeah. James Nito. Thanks for uh, coming on there. Yeah. And I felt like I was like, you know, blowing up Carl. But, uh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, Believe me, I enjoyed uh, interviewing them. So I said my next white whale is uh, either someone from Ghost Adventures. Oh. Yeah, you know what's funny? I think a more possibility now would probably get Nick Groff. Because really? he's, he's not part of them anymore. But he has his own stuff he's going on. He seems like he'd be... You know, down to do it. I want to check that out. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any of his stuff. Like, I mean, I've seen him around around the interwebs and around the medias. He's got his own paranormal show. Yeah. It's not only any. Apparently, there's a lot of paranormal shows that I don't watch <laughs> that are out there. Like It's hard to find, like, like, good ones. When you look on Twitter and you, like, because I Google search, like, paranormal so I can see different paranormal people and see what they have and support them and all that stuff. And I'm like, they say, like, on the travel channel, on this show. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was a show. And so, like, I found a bunch of paranormal shows to kind of look at. Um, But, yeah, Carl Johnson was on Ghost Hunters and, like, a bunch of other different, like, ones, too. Um, And then Ghost Adventures. If you look, um, the episode isn't actually called The Conjuring House. It's the actual. The haunting and the the farmhouse haunting and. Connecticut, I think. Yeah. Is or it? it's like you're really Rhode Island or Connecticut. One of those Rhode northern Island. states. Yeah. I don't know. I totally blanked on what city that was. State. State, sorry. But yeah, it's a farmhouse there. That was the basis for the conjuring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they were actually uh Carl and his brother were there like before um The Warrens. The Warrens and they yeah. pretty much like alerted the Warrens like, hey, well, moving on with uh, today's topic. Yeah, I know Megan's just, avoided this. I, yeah, I think this and Black Eyed Children, I avoided the war. The two, <laughs> which, knock on wood, we have, haven't had any Black Eyed Children knocks at the door. So... Either they're afraid of us or it's a bunch of... No, don't monkeys. say that. Don't say that because then they're going to show up tomorrow. <laughs> they're going to be like, excuse me, we're in particularly looking for Megan. <laughs> Because she said uh, we won't appear, so. But um, a few things I want to touch with this episode mm-hmm. is the difference between uh, the difference between uh, oppression mm-hmm. and possession. Mm-hmm. Um, oppression, yeah, oppression. Uh, different possessions, famous mm-hmm. ones, and how they get resolved. Uh, the what is demonology in the study of, um, and basically a lot of warning signs when it comes to demons because. If there's one thing to avoid more than anything, or at least not trifle with, mm-hmm. or demons. Yeah. Specifically. Um, to even mention their name. I know. Can draw them in. Um, but I think the first thing I want to discuss is uh, was something we posted recently about... I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Was The Demon House. Mm-hmm. With Zach Bagans. Yeah. That house... And I finally got the cojones to watch it <laughs> well you kind of watch it when i watched it yeah uh which i was trying to go to sleep but then i was like you know maybe i should watch this and immediately i was telling him i was getting headaches i was getting yeah like a nauseous feeling but like i kept like a jerk i kept watching <laughs> and uh so yeah but the premise of it, if you guys haven't seen it, I'd highly suggest it. Just, I mean, if you even watch Ghost Adventures one episode, this is like the highest level of any Ghost Adventures episode that's ever existed. Yeah. Probably up there with Bobby Mackey's, one of the first episodes they ever Ugh. did. But um, 
the, the beginning of it, he talks about how Zach had a dream where he was a ghost and he was trying to move something around on the table mm-hmm. with other ghosts, kind of like what he tries to get ghosts to do when he on his investigations. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a eight foot tall goat man, black creature thing comes walking down the stairs and expuse a black smoke that Zach inhales. Then Zach wakes up and he's got lung his lungs burn, right? Come later, he buys his house because the next day he gets a bunch of you know, information about it saying, hey, you it's a haunted house and stuff like that. Anyway, there's a point in the film um, after one of his crew, because it took him three years to get this thing done. Yeah. Right? Just because how many people quit, people left the show. He had to fire a guy, which is one of the guys that was in the, the movie that uh, got too close to one of them i guess the demon that was in there because according to different psychics that have been there and stuff like that they said that the house is infested with demons Mm. about up there with bobby mackey's but is it the house or is it the land like you that that house because the location where it is someone had to place them there or open something right both oh yeah i saw that like thing where they thought the husband did it or something or the ex-boyfriend yeah yeah or like put some kind of curse on them or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the uh, the camera guy, right? He in the hotel later on was also yelling and screaming for Zach. You could hear him. Oh yeah. And then he's in the elevator and you see him rush out. Like <laughs> the look on the guy's face was like, "Holy crap!" And he's yelling at his demon thing, saying, "Come on, do something, show yourself!" Right? And what he said he saw was an eight foot tall. Black goat, and this, man and then the creep. See, I get chills thinking about that. But like, the thing that I, so, like, I was like, oh crap, is when he turns to Zach when they like he says, T- "Turn off the cameras," and they don't With fully turn it. On the yeah, ground. they have it yeah. on the ground, and he goes, "Zach, you know what I saw." Like you know what I saw. Yeah, yeah. That is creepy. I bet you, like, he was like a couple couple minutes away from shitting his pants because mm-hmm. he was like. And then the stuff that Zach caught in the house yeah. when he was by himself, that was... Yeah. I don't want to give away anything because it's, it's pretty intense to watch. Yeah. But um, one of the things that's in the beginning of the film is that that eight-foot-tall thing, that was eight-foot-tall goat man demon thing that was in the house, apparently one of the psychics that Ghost Adventures became familiar with told him that he got a feeling or a vibe from... That house is saying that thing is there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. It's he said it, it's a high level demon, mm-hmm. right underneath like Lucifer and so forth. Shit, like I don't know the rankings, <laughs> demons and stuff like that, but to say that it's high ranking up there, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty intense. Well, I don't know why. Like I'll tell you from my perspective, from like watching it, like I don't know. I told Isaac this. And I don't know if anybody else, if anyone else, any other sensitives out there, because I know there are some that listen, want to see what I'm talking about. But then when they're taking that, that woman, I forgot, like, because I, I came into the movie, like, when Isaac was not, like, fully at the beginning. But when they're going through the house, the one where her daughter gets oppressed. Oh, yeah, because they, they right? the, the woman who used to live there. When they enter yeah. the house and they're kind of, like, looking around, there is a left corner of the room. And there is something, like, I sensed it. There's something in that corner of the room. Like, that that corner. Like, I don't know what. And then, like, I saw, and like I said, I don't know, you know, my abilities are still kind of new and kind of, like, whatever. I don't know if anybody else sees this. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Maybe it was my mind playing tricks on me. I don't know. <laughs> you get the rest of any psychics and mediums we know that go watch it. They're like, oh yeah, that is in the corner. No, too. no, that but yeah. then there was a moment when Zach pushed that guy, right? When yeah. Zach pushed that guy and he said, no, I don't want to leave the house. Like when he was standing in the door frame, you could see black mat, like mist coming off the top of his shoulders. Yeah. From what I saw. I mean, who knows if that, I, I, I don't you know, I don't want to say that's the 100% because, you know, I'm still tapping into my abilities, so I don't know. But that's what I got from it. I mean, I've already, I talked to one of my other f- people that I talked to that is also sensitive. And he said, oh, you mean the left corner of the room? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, dude, I totally saw that too. 
So, mm, I don't know. That's just what I saw. Those two points. Yeah. So well, if anybody else watches it and sees it, you see it too. Well, <laughs> let me know because I. That's just what I got from it, and. Now, um, which leads me to the next point when it comes to oppression uh-huh. and uh, mild possession to full possession because uh-huh. different levels, right? Mm-hmm. Oppression is uh, when a demon chooses, let's say it chooses you, but wants to possess you per mm-hmm. se um, or a person. They will oppress them first. Mm-hmm. They will make them angry. Mm-hmm. They will ruin their life. They will make them depressed. They will do everything they can to bring you down to a weakened and weak-willed state. Mm-hmm. So you're more susceptible to possession. Yeah, That's the long game, you would say. And most mm-hmm. of the time, what a lot of demons do is try to do that to um, make it easier for them to mm-hmm. get in. Now, there's mild possession, which Zach has experienced, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden he gets angry and furious and rageful out of nowhere and enough to attack somebody, right? Yeah. Um, and it's happened to other people I've seen on different paranormal shows. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen them all of a sudden, like, they change all of a sudden, like, they get they mm-hmm. angry and stuff like that. Hell, it's even happened to Aaron, who seems to be the most chill dude in the group. Yeah. Where he had thoughts in his head of killing a priest that was trying to bless the area. Mm-hmm. Right? And he, he couldn't believe that that would come out of his mind. Like, why would he even want to hurt this person? Yeah. And it happens to a lot of people. Even people that have no ghost inventing, oh, ghost inventing, ghost investigating knowledge is that they, what? No, I'm getting chills really bad. But, I mean, that could just be the fan. And I'm getting like a fight or flight feeling. Yeah. Okay. Let's just keep going. <laughs> a little panicky. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, they get to that level where they get so aggressively angry for no random reason. Right? Um, one of the Ghost Adventures episodes. I don't bring up Ghost Adventures a lot. But then again, I really haven't seen Ghost Hunters go to any demonically possessed places or stuff like that. You know who was a good one for that was Paranormal State. Really? I think that's... I Because I, I, like, I was a teenager when I watched that, would watch that and it would always be... Like when I was like halfway awake in the middle of the night, kind of thing. Um, I want to say I think Paranormal State was they went to specifically like possessed houses, and I want to say they did do. I want to say because I I remember an episode where they were like where they checked back they checked back in with like she wasn't super young but she wasn't old either she was like maybe twenty something and she had a like possessed where she would like i wouldn't say she was maybe 100 percent possessed like she was like borderline like you're about to be taken over by this demon because i think she was like she was yelling she would snap in and out of it and she wouldn't remember before yeah now uh that uh, i i have a debate in my mind is that someone gets aggressively angry out of nowhere being influenced by a demon and stuff like that is that i don't think they're being high level or lightly possessed they're being heavily oppressed Mm-hmm. To beat them into that state of over anger, yeah. stuff like that. Because once a demon's in, they're extremely hard to get out. Because mm-hmm. once they're in, or however many get in, right? Because like mm-hmm. in the case of Emily Rose, or actually the real woman, I know. Uh, Leaving the bizarre did that that episode. Yeah, I can't that's remember. a really good episode if you want to. Yeah, check them out. For Would that. you suggest it to them? I don't yeah. know. They, I was. I think they got suggested beforehand, but yeah. I brought it up when I was yeah. the episode that I want to hear them do. But um. We all know her as Emily Rose. The real woman, the real girl, happened in Germany, uh-huh. and I, I forgot her actual name. But in her case, she was uh, uh, possessed by six different demons. Six, six. Shit! I wonder why she had like yeah problems getting rid of it. Um. So like, it can be just multiple ones. I can't. It's not never just one. Um. And and the way I, it's been described to me, like different things I've researched about demons and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because I had a book on it. Um, is that there's like different tiers? It seems to be, like, I guess like foot soldiers, guys, and there's like there's like generals, and there's the high ranking dudes. And see, this like is that. this is what blows my mind. First of all, that something that you can't even see. I mean, some people can see it, yeah. but that you can't even see that has that much power over you. You know, it's crazy to think that. And then, like the fact that there is something like that. You know, kind of like. Well, there's a lot of. I mean, a lot of religions have their own forms of demons. Judaism, uh, Islamic, they all have their form of what essentially would be demons, essentially. Yeah. Uh, we, Catholic Christian faith, know and we call them demons and what they are, right? Yeah. Uh, 
or mostly everybody calls them evil spirits and stuff like that. But we actually have, you know, what we call them, uh, and they have names, names that we either adopted through uh, paganism, right? Because mm-hmm. some of these were actually worshipped at one yeah. point in time. Uh, that I guess were relabeled as demons, or they always were, and pagans just chose to worship them and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, where was I going? I don't know. Um, I hear Killian in the background. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's high ranking ones. The high ranking ones, you remember their names because they've done so much shit that you can remember them, right? Yeah. And what I believe that I ex- uh, encountered mm-hmm. was like a regular foot soldier, somebody on the lower rankings, yeah. right? Because he didn't have that much power or at least ability to do something. Okay, well, here's me. a question. So, people that. What do you think that one thing was that was making me twitch? A low-ranking one. Really? Well, for anyone who hasn't heard the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, here we go. I'll tell it one more time. Yeah. And I told it in the, the bonus episode, and I t- told it, it goes it goes stories one or two. Yeah. But. Um, i thinking nightmares and dreams, too. I don't have really to do with it, but. Well, anyways. Uh, this is when we lived in Spring Branch. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those nights that I was well, over. Real quick, I want int- to and like say something real quick yeah so for those of you that know i didn't don't know i did like some research where i've talked to different psychics and mediums and stuff that are you know like on different levels and stuff like that and when i lived there i always felt off about the woods like there was something dark in the woods like my dad always wanted to kind of like go like exploring a little bit into it and me and my sister did that one time, and we kicked over horse skulls. And I just got, like, a, a feeling that I was always being watched, always whatever. And this, like, literally the woods was the backyard. Um, There's a little bit of, like, before you would get into the woods. But essentially, it was the backyard. And so this happened at the same house. So yeah. I just want to throw that out there so you can kind of, like... It makes sense of why it was in the house. Well, ye probably, possibly, maybe the reason behind it. But as I was saying, uh, this happened in Spring Branch. It happened one of the nights that I was over, and this is when I was still work. Actually, we were living together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is when I was still working overnight. So my sleep schedule was messed up. I would sleep at night sometimes, be awake at night sometimes, yeah. depending if I was working or not. I was just tired all the time. But I was asleep, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night. Didn't know what time it was. I assumed it was in the middle of the night just because it was so late. Um, and the room was loud, mm-hmm. right? The fan was going above our head, but it was loud. Like, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But like, really, like, I could hear each blade spin. Mm-hmm. But that's not what was the loudest sound in there. The loudest sound I remember hearing was, like, scratching and clawing against yeah. the walls, all over the walls, the entire room. Right, and I remember we had a problem with mice every now and then. We could hear them crawling around the walls. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was, but I was like, "There's there's got to be like a hundred of them in the walls to make that kind of noise." Mm-hmm. But no, it wasn't. It was just like someone's like had long nails scratching against the walls uh-huh. and stuff. And I was looking around the room, like, "What the hell's going on?" And I looked at my phone, right, and it was like like three. I was like, I was thinking it's gotta be three o'clock in the morning. I looked at my phone, I saw three. I didn't see the minutes. I just saw the hour because mm-hmm. I looked at you, and you were like sleeping on my chest. Mm-hmm. Like you lose you, I have my arms like that. We like lose you. I always we slept at that time, and you were twitching, mm-hmm. like your head was just like like someone was electrocuting in your sleep. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like I'd never seen you do that in my entire life, like never. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the only thing that the first thought that came to my mind is the only thing I like how to make you stop doing that mm-hmm. is like cross your forehead like a priest does, mm-hmm. and instantly stopped. Yeah, but that's when I f- felt like hate. And heat aimed at me, like someone was just glaring at me, like like hatred and stuff like that. And I, I looked up, and the wall that was, I guess, behind us, where the head of the, the head of the, the bed was, up in the corner of the room, was a black mass, a shadow. Within that black mass was two red eyes staring at me. Yeah. Right, and just like tiny irises, just red, but not yeah. bright enough like a Christmas light, but bright enough that I could see it. Yeah. And I was like, what? I stared at it. It stared at me. I could feel the hatred. That I remember the old witching hour thing. So I turned to my my phone to look at the phone, and it said three fifty nine. Boom, four o'clock, and in silence mm-hmm. in the room. Quiet silence. Nothing. I the fan was normal volume. Just all scratching on the walls. I looked back up. The black mass was gone. 
Yeah. Well, like that. That was like, I guess, my only real encounter with a demon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that house just kind of had like a bad, I don't know, juju vibe about it. It just, it's just, it just was off. And like, I remember when we moved away from it, like, I felt such a relief. Like, I felt like a weight being lifted off my shoulders kind of thing. Like, it was really, and it had a lot to do with those woods. Yeah. yeah like, those woods, like, I want to say, like, I think satanic stuff happened there. Um, I mean, we literally were, like, on a highway in the middle of nowhere. Like, it doesn't surprise me. Um, it was just, uh, it was weird. It just was not right. And there was, like, a weird house in the back of our house. It was, like, off to the corner, and we weren't allowed to go near it. It was just weird. And I remember, because you would work nights, I would always have one of my sisters sleep in the same room as me, because as much as I tried to make the room feel homey, it was just weird. It was just a weird feeling. I never... I don't think anybody, any of my... Except my dad, he's kind of, like, a skeptic on that kind of thing. Mm. But, like, I think... Like, nobody can just rest. Like, I don't know how you felt, because you lived there for a little bit. I mean, I mean, we, we dealt with a lot of stuff, but, um, I mean, that's the house that I asked her rejected for the first time. That's where I heard a little girl's voice behind me, and I was laying down on the, on the, on the, on the love seat thing in the, in the living room, mm-hmm. or the TV room, right? There's no one way in and one way out of that room. No yeah. windows either, right? That's what we use it for the TV room, essentially. And I heard a girl's voice right behind me go, Isaac. Like real mm-hmm. quiet, like and I was, what the hell? And I looked around me thinking it was like one of your sisters or something, like snuck in there. But literally from the time I got up to look behind me, no one's that fast. Well, like here's a weird thing. Like I remember I would get fight or flight instincts all the time. Like when we would do a date night and we'd come home and we were going from the car yeah. into the house. Like I would, and it was like nighttime. I would always get that fight or flight like feeling. Like get in the house, get in the house right now. Go 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 go. Right. And I used to hate because like during the winter, my mom had to leave at like six o'clock in the morning and it was still dark. And I used to have to walk my one of my sisters down to the bus stop and it was pitch black. And when I tell you, I hauled ass back to the house because mm-hmm. like literally there was a driveway that went up like a semi hill thing. And that's we were on top of the hill. And I mean, it wasn't like a ginormous hill. It was just like a slight hill, but enough to like I have to book it back. And I don't know, I don't know, it was just a, like, I would recommend anybody that does paranormal investigating to go at those woods. Like, there was some serious stuff that occurred still there. Still standing there, right? The trailer. Yeah, the trailer's still there. Apparently they sold it. Yeah. Um, and somebody has it. And it's just, it was just, I mean, it was just weird stuff. Like, here's a good example. Like, I mean, we live in the, we lived in the country. But, like, I remember we had, like, cats and stuff. And they would just show up dead sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I remember we have one dog that died of parvo and they actually tested the soil where we lived and they were like freaked out by the soil. They never said what was wrong with the soil, but it was weird. Hmm. Um, And like I said, we, oh, like we had this, my dad had built this swing um, that was on one of the trees. And I remember I would just, you know, like... Uh, go sit out there sometimes, listen to music. And I would always feel like someone was watching me. And two, that house that was in the back, that it was like a house in the back side. And like, literally there was like this big valley of just open field. And I remember my dad, like, like the person apparently that owned the house, it was like a vacation house. And they said, you know, as long as we don't go in the house, we could walk around that area. And it was just a weird house. And so I remember we were going and exploring and I got that uh, fight or flight type thing. Like, hey, stop messing around over here. Get back to the house. Because I remember I had this really, I had another really scary, and it may have not, it couldn't have been paranormal. This was just like a scary moment is in that same house. Um, I remember you had left for work. My parents were coming back from Austin, which was like an hour away. They had gone on a day trip. It was like 10 or 11 at night. And um, I was in the house by myself. And uh, you had left for work and you said, am I going to be okay? And I said, yeah, you know, I'll be, I'll be fine. Um, 
even though in my head I was thinking, oh my God, my parents better get home quick. So I remember I called my parents and um, they said they were still a ways away. So I was like, crap, Ola, right? Like, I'm stuck in this house. With these... Anyways, so I remember something told me, because the dogs were in like my parents' bedroom. It was two like German Shepherd type dogs that my parents had. And so there was a room that had no windows. It was just like what we used as a TV room. And so I remember I was pacing and I couldn't, and I was really freaked out. And like, I remember the kitchen didn't have any like blinds on it or anything. It was just like an open window. And so literally I I remember looking and I thought I saw something past the one, excuse me, past the window. And so that freaked me out. So I remember I called my parents and I was like, Hey, when are you going to be home? And they still a little bit of ways away. And like, I was starting to get a feeling like I was like, do I call Isaac? Cause I'm getting a weird feeling outside of the trailer. And so all of a sudden I start hearing like thumps on the trailer, like, like someone hitting the trailer. And I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is, you know, someone's going to try and break in. Someone is watching the house, knew nobody was going to be home and now they're breaking in. And so I remember I was, I had called my grandmother in another state. I'm like, grandma, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Something bad is going to happen. I can feel it. And they were just banging on the trailer and I couldn't see who it was because it was pitch dark outside. And so I just hear banging on the trailer. I can hear like distant voices. I can hear them walking around and it sounded like maybe five or six people. And so I remember I immediately ran into the room that had no windows, nothing. And I, you know, grabbed whatever I could grab, like scissors, knives, that kind of thing. And I sat in the room. I made sure all the doors were locked. I said, you know what? If anyone comes in, at least I'm putting up a fight. Right. And the dogs were with me and I could hear the dogs like growling and like, interested in what was going on outside anyways i the banging just kept and i was like okay and uh, do i call because i don't want to call 911 and it'd be absolutely nothing then i'm going to get in trouble for that so then my i called my parents again they said they were even closer so i just waited the 15 minutes for them to come and i was really debating whether to call you at work because i didn't know what the hell was going on and so eventually it stopped and everything stopped. And then within like five, 10 minutes later, my parents pulled in the driveway. I mean, I was shook. I was shook. I was shaken up so bad. And the next day my dad went, cause I was telling my dad and I was like, dad, there is some serious stuff. Like, I don't know who these people were, but there were people. And he thought maybe it's my imagination. It was whatever. We live in the country. There's animals, there's whatever. And so he looked and there was footprints all on the perimeter of the house in the dirt. And then there was also like a bunch of beer cans in the trash that nobody in the house drank. So the house was just bad juju. Like it was just all around. Like, I think that was like one of the times where like I thought it was going to die. Like, I don't know if you've ever had any of those. Not, uh, not in that way. But, um. That was like the fourth time you've told that story. Sorry. <laughs> it was, it's a scary story. Like when yeah. you're in that mode of panic, like I, oh my God, like. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I just had to put that out there because the level of that house was just, it was just a ton of just bad stuff that yeah, would But happen. we veered off my original point. Sorry. To so many different <laughs> tangents. Oppression. Yes. And possession. Yes. Okay. So, like I said, there's different levels of oppression when it leads you to possession. And um, when you find yourself in the level of possession mm-hmm. is uh, is, is when it's you're, you're stuck. And the only way to get out is with the priest. Yeah. Um, I, I know Judaism, where Jewish people have their own mm-hmm. kind of priests that deal with demons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember I watched this video of... Uh, Italian priest, mm-hmm. right? He was talking about exorcisms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he was saying it's like a boxing match. And this yeah. is being translated from Italian. Yeah. But he was saying it's like a boxing match. I have to consistently, uh, you know, pound on him. Like he's, he's, he's in the, he's in the, he's like rope it open. And right? he's trying to withstand everything. I'm hitting him and throwing him a punch and a punch, keeping going and going. But over time, the demon gets uh, tired or gets uh, exhausted from it. And that's when you can banish him out of the body. And it takes time. Um, you ever see the movie The Right? 
No. Danny Hopkins. Mm-mm. Uh, it's about an a old priest who's been in the game for years, played by Anthony Hopkins. It's this new guy who comes in, and uh, he's becoming an exorcist, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the old priest is starting to get oppressed. Yeah. And uh, basically loses his faith and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he was uh, helping this girl with with uh, exorcisms that he performed like for like a long time. Say it takes it's been it's been six months with her and the demon's still not gone. Oh my god! Right? And he, and he remember he's telling the young priest guy is that exorcisms aren't like a one and done thing. It takes time, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes it takes time. But um, it got to a point with that girl that eventually she died. Oh my god! And he and then, again, the fact that something can do this, yeah. And eventually, uh, that's what made him his lose his faith, or like brought him to that point a level where he was susceptible to possession, right? Yeah. So that's what can happen sometimes uh, with with uh, cases like that. Yeah. So um, when it leads to that, and there's been cases in the past where people have died from exorcism because what happens in the cases they've been recorded um this is even from carl mm-hmm. uh carl johnson when, when he talked about the time he dealt with a kid who was actually possessed mm-hmm. is that they contort like in ways your body can never really do or at least mm-hmm. you by command can't do your voice takes on different tones that physically should be impossible mm-hmm. right at least for someone untrained Right, yeah. and that's what science like to say. What what people possession is that they're going through like a, a schizophrenia or like mental disorders and stuff like that, and they try to use basic science to describe why each thing is happening. Wasn't there that movie where she had to go in Italy? It was in Italy. Oh, what was it called? I think it was called The Possession, where her mom was put into a uh insane asylum but she was possessed and remember the daughter goes to visit her and she pulls down her lip and it's like 666 on her lip or something yeah it was like a first person shot or a found yeah. footage shot found. yeah that was that was a that was pretty intense one yeah, we saw that in theaters i think yeah mm-hmm. but um so sometimes with, like they contort bodies that are like with ways they're not supposed to like i said take on different voices and i was saying that the science is trying to you know explain that but mm-hmm. a lot of the points they bring up don't make any doesn't make any sense yeah like how does a person know aramaic and stuff like that or languages that are dead when never hearing it or never learning it whatsoever yeah or how they able to do voice things they talk about oh people in alaska can do vocal tones and stuff like that yeah that's fucking them you're gonna tell someone who's never been trained before in their entire life that out of nowhere and suddenly they can do this stuff mm-hmm. right or someone who's never been able to flex that like able to, to do like that and all of a sudden they're you know, backhanding, standing, walking around, and stuff like that. Oh, she might have been trained in, you know, like uh, like a, like we call it a gymnast, something like that. No. They bring it up points to argue their side when it doesn't make any sense in the point of what's going on. So, possession is one of the a- the aspects that science can't explain other from the fact that what that person's going through is something that's supernatural. Yeah. And I believe, like I said this before, the supernatural, paranormal stuff like that is going to get onto a level of academic study with science and stuff like that to a point where it is studied, it is practiced, and we'll know a lot more. Hell, we might even invent something to, able to properly view or even communicate with the other side. Yeah. But that will take time, and that will take a lot of people putting effort into wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, which leads me to demonology. Hmm. Demonology is the study... Of demons. Now, most people think of demonology. I remember in the episode, I asked, like, what was the misconception behind demonology? He, Carl, or is it James? I forgot which one said, is that um, people thinking that they're devil worshippers, that uh, they're witches, or that they're like some kind of form of evil, when really they're just academically studying demons. Yeah. Um, and most demonologists are paranormal investigators because that knowledge can go with them when they investigate a place. That might have involved a possession of some kind or an infestation of demons. And a priest needs to come in. Yeah. So a paranormal investigators or demonologists can go into a place and say, okay, this place is, whew, we need to get a priest yeah. in here now. They'll go to the local priest. Uh, he'll find an exorcist and they'll get approval from the Vatican. Yeah. A bishop will give approval saying, yeah, go in there. Go ahead and do that. But they got to be presented evidence first before they wow. do that. Otherwise, it gives them a bad name. 
Well, here's the thing, too. I kind of want to make known that I, I, this is something that I personally believe, and I've noticed it a lot when I read, like, Reddit stories, and there is a lot of Reddit stories that, like, people offer advice, and that's cool and everything, but, like, some people might think they actually have demonic stuff or really dark entities or malicious entities that need to get gone, right? Well... People tell them basically, oh, like I remember one thing I saw was sprinkle holy water on your bed. and But I think when you even think that you have something demonic, you need to have somebody come check it out. Like you cannot, because I feel like you can't do it on your own, especially by yourself. You know what I mean? If you're just like an average dream person that you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and the only one that can actually help is the Catholicism or Catholic priest. Because mm-hmm. Catholicism, mm-hmm. as far as I know, maybe Lutherans, but uh, of of Christian faith, because mm-hmm. most Protestants don't literally believe in demons. Yeah, I know the Baptists didn't, uh, the church that I went to when I was young. But I know Catholicism do, because majority of exorcists, well, the only way to become an exorcist is to be a Catholic priest, right? Yeah. So, you would have to go to a Catholic priest or a priest altogether to get an exorcism, or at least get investigated to get an exorcism. Now, an exorcist who's trained by the Vatican and stuff like that will most likely also be as somewhat of a paranormal investigator himself. Yeah. Because he has to prove, and he also have a psychiatrist and everything with him to make sure that this person is actually possessed and not just being crazy. Yeah. Right? I forgot. Wasn't there... I don't know if it was in a movie... Or if it was, I don't know where I saw this. If it's an actual live video or what. But it was like the girl, like she was possessed and she was getting jerked around. You know, like they had her kind of restrained and she was jerking around and, you know, Are you yelling. thinking of the exorcist? I, mean, I don't know. But <laughs> but no, like like she started bleeding from her. Yeah, exorcist. Really? Yeah, she took the cross and jammed into her vagina. Are you serious? You never watched the movie? No, I never watched that. No, uh, watch okay, headaches <laughs> over here. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Yeah, but man, that was a scene. One of the scenes in the movie. Really? Are you kidding? No. Anyone's ever seen the movie knows what I'm talking about. So that I don't think that was this movie though. I think this was a live exorcism video. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> but yes. So, um, another thing I remember he was talking about. Is that the foolish thing, mm-hmm. foolish thing to do is have anyone but a priest try to perform exorcism, right? It's cause it's like getting a guy who's never done electrician work to try to rewire a house. He's yeah. going to electrocute himself at one point in time. Yeah. Only with demonic possession, you might piss that demon off to kill you or jump out from that body into yours. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's something that they highly stress, right? Carl stresses. The guy who's been in the business for 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. Knows his shit. Actually 47. 47 years. Knows, yeah. his, knows his shit, right? Yeah. Telling you, don't do that. I'm going to take his advice because yeah. this guy knows what he's talking about. He's probably had more cases dealing with demons than Zach Bagans. Yeah. And Zach Bagans is widely known. But like one thing that I remember... I, I keep reading on is how some of these like YouTube videos and like scary story stuff is how some people he- I hear talk about how they can summon a demon and he'll you know do whatever wish you ask him to do. If you summon them, there you're, you're in control of them. Like what? Yeah, it's like stupid shit like that. Like that is not true. A demon will show up because it wants to, and it will allow you to believe that you're in control. You're never in control of something like that. Yeah. Ever. Regardless of what you think, what you've read, or what stupid thing that you might have looked up, you're never, ever in control. Demon's only existence is to torture, maim, and destroy your life. Yeah. That's its only reason why it's alive. Yeah. To to punish, not punish you, but to, to torment you. Mm-hmm. Right? And it works on its time, not yours. It'll never show up when you want it to. Mm-hmm. It'll show up when it wants to. So summoning a demon? <laughs> yeah, no. Demonology apparently. But I think they they take 
advantage of like when for instance i'll tell you there was like i've I've said this story before i've told it in ouija boards i think i've told it in one of the ghost stories too but there was a in my high school they brought a makeshift ouija board right and the thing with the ouija board is you know sometimes you can summon like i don't know it's just anyways so they made a makeshift ouija board they brought it in i immediately i was always told as a kid don't play with those things because you can let stuff in my mom's had experience like there's been tons of people that have and my family had experience with it and it's always negative and so i don't touch it um and they brought in a makeshift Ouija board. I immediately put in my headphones. I'm like, I'm not even going to like hear what they had to say. And for whatever reason, I was like compelled to take one of my earphones out and hear what they were saying. And they got a name and I'm not going to say it because it creeps me out. I don't even like that. I have it in my head, but they got a name and I think I looked it up one time and it's like, not like one of those, the main demon names that you hear. Mm. But it is a demon name, and it's the same name that my mom got when her friends did the same exact, almost replica situation. So, just so you know, you can get demons through Ouija boards. I've seen it firsthand. Well, that's all right, Mary. Stressing Ouija board episode. Now, um, Carl doesn't really fear Ouija boards, but then mm-hmm. again, if I was him, I probably wouldn't either. Uh, yeah. But uh, well, I, I stress Ouija boards, and that's something to play with. Because it's it's not what's the object itself; it's the act of doing that mm-hmm. and trying to invite something in, right? Yeah. Sometimes you might not always get a good spirit. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. Now, um, I remember I asked Carl that I was like, "What's the strongest weapon you have mm-hmm. against demons?" And he said, "Your faith." Yeah. Because and he even said, "Not even it doesn't have to be one faith; it's just faith." Yeah. Which that. It's, it's, it's correct, but one thing that I also thought of mm-hmm. is when you're oppressed, when they beat you down to that level of oppression that you're mm-hmm. so weak-willed mm-hmm. that you're you know susceptible to possession, is that I don't think this is my my belief. Yeah, if you're a strong-willed person, right, very strong-willed person, it's extremely hard to possess you. I mean, I guess that that would make sense. Yeah, like. I think when you start having in to that, because I think, I don't think I was ever possessed, but I think I started to get oppressed one time. Um, it was before I even met you. I was a teenager and I got bullied really, I mean, really horrendously bad in high school and in middle school. Like it was really bad. And I mean, I would come home crying from school all the time and just upset and I was really questioning like I had like that was a there was a moment where like I questioned my faith because it was like I am nice to people God why are you doing this to me like I I just want to live where I could go to school and just come home just do my work and come home and you know people would literally sought me out and make like it was just to a level that was ridiculous and I think And it's funny enough, while that was happening, like, I would get so angry and I would always think in my head, like, and then, too, I would get, like, random thoughts of, like, maybe I should just kill myself. Nobody likes me. Nobody, you know, I should just kill myself. I'd, you know, and I think then, because I would get really upset, I'd find myself questioning God a lot. Like, hmm, you know, if he, he can't help me in this situation, is there really even a God? You know? And so... I think right there, I kind of got like mild, but then again, at that same moment is when I kind of like refound God in my life. So I know not everybody believes in God and not everybody believes in one particular religion and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to push it on you, but I do think a lot of Christians and a lot of Catholicism people and stuff like that have their moments where they, you know, find God or, or know that God's there. And I think that was one of the times because like... I don't know. I, I just, I totally was able to turn myself around, my thinking around. And um, kind of like my junior year of high school, I totally 
like had a different perspective on life and stuff but i think like that time period i think you know i mean it would have been a perfect opportunity for something and if something was following me during that time that was like that i could see it slipping through now mm-hmm. switching subjects <laughs> again uh i am learning mm-hmm. i don't know if you can train for it or it's learning anyway uh demonology mm-hmm. because to know thy enemy is to able to defeat them yeah so in our world mm-hmm. that we deal with every day and you being you and me being me yeah probably a good chance we're going to deal with them again yeah so i would like to be strongly prepared for such things yeah um and certain objects, too. I know crucifixes and stuff like that always seem to be the main weapons to use. Holy water and so forth. Mm-hmm. But medallions apparently also have some ability of powers, too. And I I remember one episode of Ghost Adventures. This is the Bobby Mackey's episode where Caretaker, I guess the guy of the place who has the keys and stuff, mm-hmm. was at one of the investigations. And um, this is the second time they went back. Oh, no, they had that big, giant event. We had, like, 40 people there or something like mm-hmm. that. And the Caretaker guy was there, and he said that he was getting like angry he had negative thoughts for no reason so the and this is when the priest was going around like blessing the place and stuff like that and he said here take this and the priest uh took off his uh i think saint michael's medallion mm-hmm. right and put him on him he said priest it's burning my skin is this what it's made, it's made of he says uh are you allergic to anything it's like no it's like well then you're mildly possessed wow. if that's burning your skin that's good because it means something was trying to get inside you wow right yeah so <laughs> I have thought of different things and different like medallions, which I need to need to get anyway. But I would like to have some levels of protection. Yeah. And in that case, well, like because my... I mean, ghosts and stuff like that. I mean, you can deal with them and stuff like that, but they're not that level of visceral. And especially with you, it, like I said before, the the more you open yourself up, the more you start getting your abilities, the stronger you seem to get. To a point where I don't think spirits are going to be a problem. I think demons are going to be. Ew, don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm not talking like a problem like they're gonna we're gonna be deal with them all the time, but I'm talking like a problem like we don't really have any weapons against them. Oh. Right? Yeah. I'm not talking that we're ghosts like ghostbusters can try to take care of demons and stuff like that. No. No. But I would like to have you know some kind of level like, which I was thinking about getting and stuff like that. But yeah, um I'm studying on demonology. So there might be a second part to this. Yeah. Serious. Yeah, well, more knowledgeable. I hope, I hope I don't ever have to tell you about personal experiences with demons because we really don't have a lot though. No, except for that one with me, anyway. Yeah, and thank goodness because I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like they just like I know with me, like, and, I, and I've talked to a couple of other sensitives that are similar to me in that feeling. Like I, if I get anything dark or demonic, I get a headache immediately. And it's kind of like that fight or flight kicks in like, hey, whoa, this is not good. And then, like, if I were to watch a live exorcism video, like, I haven't done it recently. I kind of want to do it just to test again, like, what I truly feel so I could tell you guys what I truly feel. And I can give you guys that, you know, personal experience. But I know, like, I get, like, super antsy. Like, I don't want anybody talking to me. I just leave me alone, like. You know, like, it really freaks me out. Like, I start pacing, and then, bam, comes the nausea feeling. And, like, literally, I mean, I've gotten to a point one time because there was a time in, like, one of my... Because I took a bunch of criminal classes, and they showed a live exorcism video one time because it was, like... It was, like, crazy theories with, like, the police. Like, what if you got called to a demonic possession type of situation, right? Like, what would you do? Like, it was our teacher was pretty cool. So Mm. like he went into all these different types of theories and stuff. And, um, there was, uh, he showed this video and I had to run out of the classroom and I ended up throwing up in the bathroom. It was that bad. Mm. And like, I mean, and anything can kind of do it too. Like if I get like a sensory overload, like an energy overload, um, and I don't know how to control that. Like sometimes I can get that same feeling. Like if I go to a grocery store and there's a lot of people and I'm feeling a lot of things at once, that can happen. But demonic videos, like live exorcisms, yeah, yeah. One of the things I want to talk about, kind of the last things, mm-hmm. when it comes to spirits and ghosts and stuff like that, there are 
Christian belief, Protestant beliefs, that there is such a thing as ghosts. Mm -hmm. All human spirits, if you're good or bad, go to heaven and hell, right? And the only thing left in here to make you think there's a spirits and ghosts are demons, portraying themselves as ghosts, right? Which, I mean, even Carl, he he had doubts about that, which, I mean, if he has doubts about it, then, you know, everyone kind of should, which even I have doubts about it, because it doesn't make any sense. Right. That a, a demon can portray itself as a ghost just to mess with you and think that there is no other side, but doesn't go to contradict it. Contradict. I mean, I can I can kind of understand like the whole thing that they can mimic like kids. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say is that I don't think they can mimic people. I think that's actual someone you're talking to, someone who has been dead, who is or who was alive, who is now dead, and the energy is sticking around. Because I mean, I can say my own personal belief about it, but that's probably for a different episode. But when it comes to kids, there's that debate amongst paranormal investigators that there are no children's spirits. There are only, well, let's say there are, it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. But what is the best? What would be the best way for a demon to make you feel like you're they're well, not essentially there? a demon is a predator. Yeah. So they lure you in with a child's spirit that they're portraying. Thinking, oh, oh, it's just a little girl. Oh, it's just a little boy. Oh, okay, it's fine. All right, yeah, he, he's not gonna cause any trouble. So it does that deep ass voice and says, "Let me take you over." Yeah, there's some shit. Yeah, that's that's that theory amongst, or at least you know, debate against paranormal investigators is that it's children's children ghosts are only demons. I remember Ghost Adventures talks about it every now and then when it comes up because there've been a few cases where that's been true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's the ultimate thing. Everyone's gonna trust a kid. Yeah, I'll say a pure black eyes, and that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know but if it is a takeaway from this episode amongst many things we've talked about first and foremost if you even think about summoning a demon if it does come it's not coming because you told it to yeah, it's coming because it it's wants a, to it's an opportunity Yeah. Uh, also never ever perform an exorcism if you're not a priest I don't care if you're a high-level voodoo doctor or some other thing like that. You don't have the ability. You don't. Um, priests have been trained by this. Trained exorcists have been doing it for decades. They know what they're doing. And they I've seen it firsthand of what they can do. Yeah. Right? And I've never seen an exorcist video involving someone who's not a trained exorcist. Because it probably doesn't end well. Yeah. Um, but that, and, and you pose a threat that... It could harm the person worse. Yeah. You know? It it's like him, it's yeah. like you're going in and instead of having the the best of the best armor on, you have like armor that's missing. Like I don't know if you've ever seen uh I forgot that movie, never mind. What? <laughs> the one with Heath Ledger where he's in Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale. <laughs> no, like there was one point where he was like getting ready to joust with like beaten up armor that like was missing pieces and stuff yeah yeah you don't want to do that when it comes to exorcisms you want to have the full armor the full potential the highest level quality and that comes with a priest and when it comes to going into a, a place that is infested with demons your faith and will better be strong and you better be well protected mm-hmm. going into a haunted location not that big of a deal right you're gonna deal with stuff and hell they even oh excuse me Oh, excuse me. A little spaghetti. Ew. That might be uh, <laughs> might be uh, spirits and stuff like they have the ability to choke you, scratch you, or push you, but nothing at the level of what a demon can do. Yeah. So, and when it comes to places like that, like I said, arm yourself up. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you find yourself getting oppressed, do whatever you can to make yourself happy. Because the one thing that upsets a demon more than, than than seeing a cross or hearing a priest say something or holy water is love, good faith, right? And positivity. Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate weapons against them because mm-hmm. that will drive them away. They want you to be angry. They want you to be depressed. They want you to have hatred in your heart because that makes you more susceptible for them to take over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because... Uh, I'm going to say it before and I'll say it again. Not to be trifled with if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think, ooh, demon, let's see what this is all about. And it's, you know, some of these creature things, 
have been around a whole lot longer than you know. Probably longer than humans existed. Yeah. I don't know. Which is a scary thought to have. Yep. Creepy. <laughs> I think in the second one with different theories around demons. Yeah. Do another that'd be one. A good one. And I'll be more learned up with demonology. Yeah. 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 I'm getting several books. Yeah. Including yeah. Carl's book. Yeah. I I, I highly suggest of the it. Realm, right? Yeah. I highly suggest anyone who's like even like remotely want to look in demonology because yeah. a lot of his stuff is, you know, professional level stuff. So Yeah. But um What's coming up next? Oh, uh, yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Uh, next episode will be our Halloween experiences and memories from Halloween. Yeah. So it might yeah. be a little lighthearted. might be a little spooky. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. But it'll be good. It'll be a good time. And um, we're going to try and do a live on Halloween as well. So. Yeah. So you can see our costumes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going as Mary. And I'm debating whether a shadow figure or the demon shadow figure thing. Ugh. Well, no, I was like telling Isaac, like, thanks for bringing up bad memories. Because all oh, the shadow hat yeah, man, yeah. he was going to be the hat man at first. I don't know if he's still going to do that, but if I can find the hat and uh, I can know, I know where to find a bodysuit. I just need to find a hat. Yeah, and I'll be set. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> you can see the hat man barbecue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you find that funny. Oh, it is yeah, like, sitting there. Like... I have my vacuum cleaner ready too. Oh, I was, like, a... I was like, what the hell did that have to do with? <laughs> Oh, because you're going to ride off on it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, were you going to suck the, the hat man up in the vacuum? <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my head. No. Uh, no. I'm going to, because Mary, you know, she rides the vacuum yes. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a line. She, I have like, I know all of, I can't even say her name right. Winifred. Winifred. Ferd. Ferd. I don't know. Is there some shout outs you wanted to do? Oh, yeah, I wanted to give someone that I know listens to our podcast on the Well, do you remember you telling me oh, there's different people? Like, we have listeners from all around the world. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Which, if you guys are listening right now from another country, uh, comment us, messages, because I want to know where you're from. Yeah. Because I didn't think we'd be the, you yeah, know, known without the United States. There's actually a lot. Um, you hear me speaking, oh, uh, there's Americans doing funny accents. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No, I wanted to give a shout out to Jess. I know she follows us and she messages us a lot about our episodes and she likes our podcast a lot. And I just wanted to do a special shout out to her because she's always, you know, reaching out to us and being a cool person. Um, So yeah. I thought it would be kind of cool to actually do a shout out to her in this episode because, you know. Of all episodes to choose. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm going to laugh if this is the one she skips. Oh. <laughs> She's like, nah, this is a little too spooky for me. I'm going to just listen to the next one. But, um... Whew. But we but, do yeah. appreciate you guys listening. Yes, we do. And, um, yeah. So, the rest of the year, we'll probably have some cool episodes coming out. Oh, yeah, we got ideas all the way, what, past December? Mm-hmm. So. All the way into next year, so... Yeah. Um, I know shadow figures is going to be one of them, like the hat man and stuff like that. And around uh, Christmas time, we we talked about it earlier, right? Yeah. Actually, it was Jess that kind of gave me the idea for it. Was Krampus. It, Krampus, yeah. yeah, which that thing terrifies me. I know there, it, funny enough, he's not the only scary-ass Christmas lore. Mm-hmm. Other countries got some ones that are just as almost bad. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we'll do that during... <laughs> Christmas, and we're going to kind of brainstorm and see, like, what other cool stuff we can bring you guys for the remainder of 2020. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And so on Halloween, we're going to do a live um, just to say, hey, we may do a couple before then. Who knows? Actually, no, probably not, because I just realized how close we are to Halloween. Yeah, it's next week. Yep. Crazy. This October has gone by so quick. <sighs> I didn't even get to be festive yet. <laughs> that's okay i'll be festive when i'm hitting those sales aisles for the 50 percent off candy yeah and uh, man i bank every year on halloween decorations but you know i was walking around recently like today and like michael's has already changed over to christmas home goods is like limited on halloween and i'm like <sighs> thanksgiving gets a goddamn shove in the corner yeah. you shut up you're only around for food yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the negativity that actually surrounds Thanksgiving, too. So. What are you talking about? Negativity that's around Thanksgiving. Oh, because that Pilgrim <laughs> Indian thing? Yeah. Yeah. When they're yeah. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just, I, you know, funny enough, it's been so long. I, I don't even remember that anymore. I remember as a kid, I had to wear the stupid pilgrim hats. Oh yeah, yeah. I was the, on the Native American side. You had a choice. I was like, I, I, I tried to make the Native American hat, but it never, the feather never stood up. Yeah. So I was like, let's do that stupid pilgrim. Yeah. Hat. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, um, catch us on Instagram. Yep, and um, on follow Twitter. us on uh, Hidden in the Shadows at uh, Hidden in Shadows Podcast on Instagram, and Twitter at Hidden in the Shaw Six. Hidden in the Shaw. Yeah, we're actually getting a lot more followers on there. So yeah, which is good because I actually am starting to like Twitter. I didn't like Twitter at the beginning. Until uh, next time, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes.